might get might get a little heated. <laughs> you know, it is hot labor summer. Right. It is a hot labor summer. Are, are you guys enjoying your hot labor summer? Uh, a little too much. Sorry that we were out last week, and then bad yeah. news, we're going to be out next weekend, too, because David's, laboring. David's lovely folks are coming to town, and we're going to be enjoying Their all the Capital District has to offer with oh, them. So, And apologies again for not being able to uh, schedule a um, Zombie Giuliani show for that weekend. I know oh, your mom's yeah. a big fan. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. we, we very much appreciate our fans. Of but course. Maybe just, a private it, show. Maybe, maybe. I think I think my um, the issue is my uh, friend uh, Andrew Lynn, who had uh, the interview uh, for more great trees. interview. That was really uh, cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah uh, he is uh, going on a bicycle tour with his daughter, which is really oh, fucking that's cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to be out for I think like six or seven days around yeah. that weekend. So, so don't worry. The weather will get shitty again soon, and we'll be here every week, right for you. But um, yeah, we are having to take a little bit of time off. I also wanted to say, uh, for the bonus episodes, I'm going to do another reading for the next week. And let me know if you like those or not. Let me know if that's the kind of content that you guys want. Because, you know, I don't know. I think it's really great. Good. Yeah. I mean, you know, plus no labor on my part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's easier for really both of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's slightly easier for me too, but you know, well, it's easier to schedule around because you can yeah, do it, it whatever. I can just so. do it at home. Anyway, well, the, now that it, it's a good thing you have a home because you know, if you were um, a SAG-AFTRA member, you know, you'd be having um, I'd be the, bled out of my home. <laughs> you'd, you'd yeah, one of the richest people in the history of the planet who owns the intellectual property of like. Hundreds of millions of creators <laughs> threaten to uh, make you homeless for uh, organizing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's yeah. their strategy. Uh, do you see Ron Perlman's? Yeah, uh, yeah. like threat. There's, there's more than one way to get someone out of their house. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> Listen, <little>. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he like forgot that he's not. The guy from Sunday Anarchy. Like, uh, wait, gonna... he isn't? Yeah, uh, yeah. Are you sure about <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not so uh-huh. sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, union busting is disgusting. Uh, you guys know what else is disgusting? Mm. Mm. I sag after a busting too. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn it. I, I've been waiting like two weeks to tell you Wow, you've been sitting on that. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, took me a second i'm not gonna lie I, I got it instantly you did well you know you can relate <laughs> yeah yeah well, hey <laughs> <laughs> i assume i assume i don't know uh, so lots happened yeah yep. aliens yeah. are real <laughs> oh, aliens Bi- are real. Uh, non-human biologics show me the money yeah show you know, me the a, money that's the thing about this testimony is that the whole thing is it was either uh i heard it from someone who heard it from someone or sorry that's too secret i'll tell you after it's like like ha- that was the entirety of the testimony it's like bro we have fucking mid-journey and like stable diffusion and all this like deep fake shit just put out some convincing deep fake shit <laughs> yeah, right. like, yeah. at least make it like visually some yeah. AI fucking right. convincing video yeah yeah something just something. describe what you saw to the computer and then the computer can give me an image and then i will believe you more yeah one thing i have to say though he refer- he refuses to call them extraterrestrials oh right which yeah. makes me think that he's a hollow earther yeah, yeah. <laughs> well he's talking about like different dimensions right is he said like he i did, did, i don't want to assume he a did point bring of up the like jacques fillet like yeah like uh uh interdimensional theory right which is you know the idea yeah. that aliens and ghosts and cryptids are all part of the same thing and they're like interdimensional creatures yeah sent here for god me. knows why and <laughs> sure why not yeah i guess yeah. should also say that this guy before this testimony also claimed that um uh benito mussolini came into contact with aliens and they, and they were holding them they, the 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 mussolini government was holding on to aliens until they fe- until that government fell and then pope pius the 12th um back channeled the custody of the alien craft or material or whatever to the united states and so we have the aliens that mussolini had what? so we and we Thanks put this guy in front of congress yes okay. what yeah 
So what's like the Holy See's take on these aliens? No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> they're, they're no, they have no comment. Uh, there's a really awesome uh, street character uh, around here. I mean, I think he's actually a housed person, but like I just always see him on the street. He's just like a retired guy. That, a man like, about town. Yeah. I mean, he collects cans like, you know, and I assume like, but I don't know. Like, I, I don't get the, uh, the idea that he's like either destitute or an addict. I think he just likes going around. A lot of those can yeah. pickers, yeah. they they make decent money. Yeah. Like, they oh, know yeah. What they're doing. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we separate out our, our cans uh, because someone picks like picks them up like instantly. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck he does and it. And they're or so. They do it, pre- it's actually a man and a woman yeah, I've seen right, before. Yeah. Back when I used to smoke, I used to see him every morning. But yeah, this guy, Matt Murray, a uh, very really interesting character. Uh, we started uh, chatting because it was like that day where like the smoke came in real heavy and like the sun, you could look at it directly because it was mm-hmm. covered by so much smoke and it I was just like this that. bright red. Love staring like, right at the sun, orb. just like my president. Yeah. yeah. And I, it was just a very eerie day and I saw him and I was like, yo, you see the, the orb? He's like, oh yeah, I've seen the orb. I've been looking at the orb all day, Whoa. and uh, we, you know, got to talking about extraterrestrials, you know, like you do, like right. you do, and um, we both uh, talked about our um, uh, sightings, you know, like I talked to about, about the time that I had seen a UAP, uh-huh. and uh, he told me about the time he was abducted. <gasps> wow! And it was pretty wild. Wow! Uh, and so I heard him out, and uh, you know, I was like, "So, what do you think the deal is?" And he's like, "It's second coming of Jesus." Oh, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "That's a theory." He's like, "Same thing, man." Like, you know, all life on Earth created by aliens, and you know, like there Jesus are theories was an alien. that the Bible is yeah. full of UAPs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, like, like angels. Yeah. No UAP shit. This is these are UFOs. UFOs. Come on. Sure. Yeah, UFOs. Sure. 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 I'm not. I'm not listening to the government. What the? I'm call sorry. These. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I apologize. No, I wrote uh, when I was in school. I was in the IB program, and we had to write this thing. It was called an extended essay, and uh, it was a b- pretty big part of your graduation requirement. And I wrote about ancient aliens. Nice. And I got, uh, I failed the paper. Was your hair a I, bird? It was the first thing I had ever failed yeah. in my life. Was my what? Was your hair a bird? Was my hair a bird? <laughs> There's your problem. Yeah, right. You have to. Did, were you able to like get in front of the grader and just go? Aliens. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they send those papers all over the world to be graded. Right. Yeah, like, no, so, yeah, no, you know, I never, it's, I never switched. It probably went to like yeah. Italy somewhere, and some fucking yeah. devout Catholic was like deeply yeah. offended by my paper. Or, or they, or they, they said, "Oh no, she knows," and then they were like, they were like, yeah, fail it, they discredited her immediately. Oh, man. We have to maintain the 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 validity the of Pope Pius the Twelfth's decision. Yeah. yeah, but Matt Murray um, told me. Don't blink. It's coming sooner than you think. Oh, okay. Well, that's really like, ominous. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I dude. wouldn't be surprised, man. People are fucking going to the burn ward for falling down on the pavement. So, you know, it's certainly close yeah. to the end times. Yeah. That's um, something better intervene. Yeah. This is in yeah. Um, Arizona. Like, their entire burn ward was full of people who had, like, half of them had just fallen. And that's how they ended up. Yeah. Like, they had pavement embedded in their skin. It's pretty fucked yeah. up. Like, they tripped and fell. Yeah. And, like, it The was pavement like, is get, gets up to 180 yeah. degrees. Yeah. That's, that's so near boiling. Fucking yeah. frightening. Like, yeah. the, oh the floor is literally lava. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was a I trained for this my entire life. Yeah, right, yeah. Of, like, an eyewitness account of somebody uh, who survived the bombing of uh, Dresden uh, and like the fire bombing, uh, mm-hmm. which, which created a firestorm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like recounted on like a hardcore history episode. And the, the description of it is visually haunting to me. And I won't like do it justice talking about it, but the, the gist is that like the floor was lava mm-hmm. and by falling onto like asphalt, People literally just the lit stuck. on, lit on fire, lit on fire, yeah. yeah. And like we're almost we're there. quickly approaching <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Like you know, I think it takes a little bit more than 180 f to cause your skin to ignite, but like it's closer than it should be. If you fall down <laughs> and get up with pavement in your skin, not good. Nope. No, not bad. good. Um, so yeah, I hope everybody is uh, staying cool and surviving, <laughs> not falling. Um, yeah, not yeah. falling, uh, and also you know just like. Checking in with some self-care if you're anything like me and have, like, 
a very peaked climate anxiety yeah. like over the last uh, several weeks. It's really dire. The graphs look bad. Every single government in the world is talking about how viciously the acceleratingly unstable and like, you know, dangerous weather is like devastating their economies. And not us, baby. We're approving pipelines. And despite what the Hill might try to convince you, the there's um, it's not the scientist's fault. It's very, very no. clear what we need to do. And the issue is that we can't, our political economy won't allow for the needed remedy. And that I, is so scary. I kept seeing all these takes on Twitter. Excuse me, X. Uh, we'll talk about that. Don't dead name the site. Don't dead name the site. Um, that we're like, we can't lose, we can't lose hope around climate. We have to stay optimistic. We have to maintain some kind of belief that we can change this. And it's like, that's such a fucking big ass, Show man. me the money. It's yeah. so Show me the hard. Money. It's so hard. And I really appreciate the political optimists in, in my uh, information diet who are just, <laughs> I find really, really sweet. And I'm glad you're out there, but I, I don't see how I can join your ranks. I just don't. Well, just there's just no so little political will to do anything about this problem. I mean, you know, you got to take the whole gestalt of what's happening as a whole, which you know I'm choosing. Yeah, that's in, the problem. In my Calvinist perspective, to believe that um, these UAPs, whether they be you know time travelers or extra dimensional in, visitors uh-huh. or whatever, they're gonna be. The, They're uh, going to save us? Yeah, deus ex machina. They're ah. just going to come in and sort Some our whole equipment. shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could be. They the, just install big not? air conditioners in the atmosphere. <laughs> right, yeah. It could be like like in Spaceballs, where like the, the, the giant Mega Maid is going to come in with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> blow in some cold air. Switch it to reverse. Maybe with room temperature suck to blow. Yeah. Maybe with room temperature at atmospheric uh, superconductors, we can figure out how to cool down the atmosphere. That'd be efficiently. Cool. Yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys think this shit's real? I'm, I'm, the superconductor. I'm, yeah. I'm like. I don't know. It's it's right up there with UAPs. It's like I want to believe. I have evidence in my own life of unexplained aerial phenomena that looked extremely high tech and impressive to me um but at the same time it's just like if i use the rest of my life as a rubric it's like this shit ain't real like there isn't actually room temperature atmospheric pressure superconductors that just got discovered i'll be honest i don't understand it enough to say whether to even have an opinion on it that shit is all greek to me like i have the opposite of an engineering mind Whatever that is, humanity's <laughs> mind, I suppose. I mean, I don't understand, like, the science per se, but the gist of it is that you have, like, basically something that's, like, 300,000 times better than copper at conducting electricity, and mm-hmm. you can do all sorts of crazy shit with it. You so, can, like, reduce all the losses that we have from energy transmission, which is, so like, So all our lot. losses will not be lessons <laughs> anymore. That sounds like a problem. We're going to be well, seriously well, lacking in lessons. Well, so, so, <laughs> <laughs> The American uh, uh, electrical grid loses something like 60% of the electricity conducted in transmission. Right. Yeah, depending so, on, on where you're at, what type yeah, of energy yeah, production, yeah. et cetera. But, yeah. like, the aggregate, like, total amount is, like, something like... So, like, you, we would essentially be gaining two-thirds of, like, electrical capacity with what we already have if we could instantly replace it all with superconducting lines or something but like and levitation also is like a thing that you can do very uh inexpensively energetically with this stuff which is like so no more airplanes uh, can you can you levitate from new york to san francisco it'd be like it would be like frictionless like cars and shit yeah you'd have to figure out how to like undo the frictionlessness of it but yeah like you know hoverboards like you have to like figure out how to break yeah yeah you could do a lot of crazy shit like yeah but like um uh yeah it would be it would be a real real game changer also supercomputing would become like way uh Cheaper, less energy yeah. intensive. planned economy planned economy baby planned economy. <laughs> yeah it's it's such a fucking weird timeline we find ourselves in where we're like developing the technology of like sci-fi while we are i guess in the planet yeah like running like way way beyond our physical um 
boundaries of like this material economy. We're certainly like, destroying our civilization at like the coolest possible time. Yeah, it's a real shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Or or, or the or it was you know like we we make all these amazing inventions and it's like we're going to use it to make a Polly Pocket movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, or even worse we yeah. can't use it because we can't figure out how to make money off right of it. yeah 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 it was just like the oh, planet man. is dying it was like how Ooh. about a 200 million dollar movie for every toy from the 80s they're yeah. like that's the best we can do like yeah, no, come I had on Polly pocket in the 90s yeah. yo are you not gonna see tetris come on what about oh that, show, that that movie about air jordans yeah yeah, yeah i mean come on battleship <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but I don't want anyone to spoil it for me. Don't tell me if they make the bomb. Yeah. Uh, yeah, seriously. Uh, do you want to talk about Twitter? I know you're off Twitter, Chris. It's you X. mean X? X. X, excuse X, me. X, yeah, X.com, not a porno site. <laughs> God, like, so... What were, what were some of the problems with it being X? Like, like the App Store won't let you have... An a, app a, that's one letter. Yeah, there's a two letter minimum in the the in the Apple App Store, which I mean, like they now, should just make it XXX. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, so like right right now, my phone shows at, like it has X, but I think there is like an issue with like r- you, you, what shows up on your phone can be different from what they uh, list on the App Store or something. I don't know. So there's something weird going wrong wrong with that. There's also like um, the copyright for X. Right. He's like, so, it's so Meta like, owns it, right? Yeah. In the United States, like Meta, their main competitor owns the copyright to using basically the letter X in terms of social media because Microsoft registered it when they were making the Xbox. Okay. And they were assuming there'd be some sort of social media component, but then they never did much with that. And so they sold it to Meta in like 2009. And then there's also like internationally, like in Japan, X Japan, which is what you would call like the Japanese subsidiary of this new thing that was Twitter. But X Japan is a band. It- that <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's really funny. That, that reminds yeah. me of I hope, like I hope when they we- have a good year. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of how when we got married, uh, we had a hashtag for our, for to share pictures oh, yeah. from our wedding. Yeah. But it just so happened to be the same weekend as a techno um festival with the same, same initials hash. that we yeah. had so we yeah. used the same so it was really quite a mess that's was, that was pretty confusing yeah, yeah I, I also i also ran a conference in the city for a long time that where there our hashtag was ttw it was called theorizing the web but we always but then there was another one where like these like elementary school librarians had something called teen tech week that would confusingly happen once a month <laughs> um but it was the whole week okay so it was teen tech which so it's also obviously ttw so every every year we would we'd have to like fucking like every once in a while just like yeah like get stuff there's like uh little jimmy is learning how to use uh, an iphone and it's like, i was like that's close but that's not what we're talking about but hey shout out to the tech teens yeah i yeah, believe exactly. that they are our future those teens they learned how to use tech <laughs> So, Chris, you probably didn't see this either, but in San Francisco, the old, the the Twitter building, they put on top of it this giant illuminated X uh, that is like... It's so ugly. It's so ugly, but it's it, also it looks so like the, bright that it's like destroying the lives of everybody who lives across the street. Well... Because across the street is like apartments. It's just like strobing, flashing light strobes, into their windows. Like, they're going to fucking kill yeah, somebody yeah, with this thing. yeah. yeah. And it also looks like like a like the mounting bracket bracket for a flat screen TV. Like, oh, and it's held in by sandbags. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah it's being yeah. held down by sandbags. Yeah, effective. Yeah. Um, well, you know, poet laureate Darkman X, um, you know, tried to warn us that X was going to bring it to us. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. True. Yes, or give it to us. <laughs> X yeah. don't right. give it to us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we didn't listen. Yeah, didn't and listen. Uh, turns out it's just really annoying lights. Yep. Um, yep. but yeah, I mean, Elon's on one, right? Like he, uh, he, he suggested, um, a dick measuring contest with, um, uh, fucking Zuckerberg. Like, like a li- literal, literal, literal one. They were also supposed to fight, like, fight, but that never happened. It's, well, it's like, because Elon's mom showed up and said, don't do it. Like, yeah, but I think that Zuck should take him up on the dick measuring contest. Cause like, what if, if you, he has a chode? You don't know what he's got, what no, he's no, rocking with. My point is that like, 
A dick measuring contest isn't a who has a bigger penis contest. It's literally how well and quickly and thoroughly can you measure dicks, mm. which mm-hmm. I think, you know, put your money where your mouth is, uh, Elon. Like, let, yeah. let, let's see. Let's yeah. see. Let's you want to see Elon Musk's dick. I, well, no, I, I think that uh, Zuckerberg and Elon should have a literal dick measuring contest and see who's better at measuring dicks. <laughs> like you know like yeah, yeah. like how many dicks yeah. an hour can, can they, measure? they measure yeah, yeah and yeah. like what's right. the statistical variance on that like, yeah, yeah are they how accurate are yeah. they yeah do some yeah. real like deep level data analysis on this size of dicks you know, like you can partner with like the kinsey institute or like, something they could be, come up with a hypothesis yeah they could yeah. literally be like settling some serious scientific quandaries right of yeah. which i am preoccupied <laughs> with for some reason yeah yeah like actually it should be that size and, and like actually <laughs> most a normal it, most guys normal. dick is that, yeah, size. is that normal it's fine i'm not weird you're weird yeah. <laughs> yeah uh elon is very weird um and yeah also just like fucking up his bag super super <laughs> bad it's like yeah it's, i can't believe that the ruling class hasn't just like pulled their support for this guy yeah yeah you know yeah really just like okay you're ruining it for the rest of us please stop well he's yeah, been using st- the uh, i'm gonna put, put this in, in the show submarine. notes this is pretty interesting he's been using starlink to like influence geopolitics what yeah yeah and it, a lot of his like you know, political aspirations or, or aims or the things that would benefit him are uh, not really in line with the ruling class. Yeah, he like wants to do like a breeding program centered around him. Yeah, he, he is trying to um, essentially uh, monopolize the mineral wealth of the solar system. Yeah, through space mining. But he's also like influencing the Ukraine war. Using Starlink and like influencing like Chinese Taiwanese in like relations. Interesting. Using Starlink. Is he like in the club that like knew about and pulled off like the Nord Stream pipeline explosion? (laughs) Like, I I I need to know. Like, I want a uh, gossip mag. Like, um, what's that uh, one that like is constantly talking about Kanye? Uh, TMZ. Like, like, yeah, TMZ. Or I like, want that, but for like exclusively like the billionaires of the world. Yeah. Like, I want to, like the inside what's the scoop. Goss? Yeah, yeah. What's the goss on Zuck and, uh, and Bezos? Yeah. And you could call it like Puppet Masters or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like with an A S. Yeah. 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 So the, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> One thing that would be covered in Puppet Masters would be the, um, uh, squ- squabbles. Squibble squabbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the fights that um, Musk is having with like the Defense Department over um, their their two favorite proxy wars, Taiwan and Ukraine. Yeah, I mean yeah. Taiwan and Iraq like, or uh, Iran too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, you know, Taiwan not a war yet. No, but let's keep yet. it that way. Yeah, let's keep right. It that let's, way. Let's, yeah, yeah not, yet. It that way. not yet. Yeah. So like Taiwan. So like for just for example, you know, like the Taiwan thing is pretty straightforward, which is like they don't really want to use Starlink because Musk uh, relies on being in the good graces of the uh, Chi- <clears throat> of the Chinese government because uh, like all the Teslas are built there. But certainly, and for it's the, very yeah. contentious to have Starlink above China because China has such a lockdown internet. Yeah. So, like, that's been a problem for him as well as, you know, whether or not to even allow like Starlink to act, yeah. to be activated about yeah. China. Yeah. Especially a free speech absolutist like himself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it just goes to show he has Zach no real politics whatsoever. Yeah, right, he has yeah. only self-interest. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, like, there's that, right? It's like, like, there are some places that, like, just, like, actively don't want it because they know that this would, like, put them in, like, a uncomfortable position vis-a-vis like his own business interests and their um, political interests. Uh, but then like the, but the, the stuff about Ukraine is like obviously much more direct, like clear and present <laughs> danger. It's a good movie. Um, <laughs> that, uh, um, where, uh, so because, so the way the technology works, right. is like, you have like a, a, a little receiver on the ground and then there's uh, something like 4,500 satellites that uh, fly around the Earth in, like, this low Earth orbit that also, by the way, are just, like, fucking up Everything. astronomy yeah. and, like, a bunch of other stuff. And, and like, like, other nations, yeah. like, space operations. Yeah, it's, it, there's a ton of stuff that's just, like, that alone, just, like, one actor working unilaterally is fucking up a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but um, 
and, and so the yeah so the little ground receiver right like t- talks to one of the satellites as it flies by and as that one go- as that satellite goes out of range it just kind of like it tells the next satellite coming up like hey you know like you know transfer over and so yeah here's yeah. what you're doing yeah yeah and and so that that's how it works right and so it, it relies heavily on knowing the precise location of that receiver right it needs naturally yeah yeah it needs it, need, it needs in like all three dimensions it needs to know exactly where it is and so with that but what that also means is that they can control very precisely where the service gets turned on and off okay and, and Elon Musk can literally decide yeah. to turn off service for a region. Yeah. Okay. And so as like the war goes on and like <laughs> it's so crazy. Like the Department of, of Defense is yeah. paying SpaceX and Starlink lots and lots of money to provide Starlink services to Ukraine. Yeah. Now, this it, was something that he whinged about online for a while, that they weren't paying him. Like, he, right. he, he like, donated, I guess, a bunch of tech to this, like, uh, area. Yeah, he was doing the, it for a while, and then he's like, and I don't, I, I, like, I don't, like, don't yeah, want to do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, he, I, it, it seems like he was just, like, setting it up so that the government would have to yes, pay him. That's like, exactly he was making what he Ukraine did. dependent yeah. on a service yeah. and then withdrawing his charitable contribution to the war effort right. and leaving the DOD holding the bag, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Musk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, he did, so, right, so there's that. But there's also, like, so as the, as, you know, like, you, you fight a war and the, and the front line moves, right, he had it such that, you know, Starlink works on the Ukrainian side of the front line, but not on the Russian one, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so as they advance, they're advancing into like areas that where Starlink is turned off toward Crimea specifically. Yeah. And so they need to like basically call him every time they move the line and be like, okay, turn on Starlink with us or something. And and so it's like he gets like all this like very up to the second critical like information about this war. So that he can turn on and off his his Starlink devices. But when it comes to like the manipulation element of it, when they got toward the Crimean border, he refused to turn on Starlink access. Yeah. So now, so now he just gets to decide where this stuff. Where the Ukrainian military is allowed to operate, yeah. because they can now not do basic operations in places where they don't have Starlink access. So what they did instead was like the U.S. government like bought several units and they're like these units you just like always keep on and we will pay you above and beyond but like these specific units just whitelist them and so now that now we have that i guess yeah. is like what what they're using but it's, but it's Interesting. like this is it's, which is costing us like 400 million dollars yeah it's like it is an insane <laughs> amount of money and so he, he's just like for Wi-Fi. Bil- yeah, yeah. He's like bilking <laughs> the government for billions of dollars for Wi-Fi. Well, it's, it's hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, millions yeah. of dollars for like for Wi-Fi for the Wi-Fi password in their in their proxy war. It's like it's it's just it's every it's pretty crazy every single time I hear fucking anything about the war in Ukraine. It's just a new person putting their finger on the meat grinder button. It's just, like, so... Yeah. Everything about that war is just, like, so fucking disturbing and disgusting. Yeah, and, like, grabbing a bunch of the meat and, like, stuffing it into casing and selling it as sausages yeah. on the side. You know, yeah, it's like... real, man. It's so uh, fucking disturbing. Yeah. yeah. Fucking horrible. Yeah. Everybody's Horrifying. getting rich off it. Yep. Wow. That's what that's what it's good for. You see Prigozhin is uh, alive and well? Oh, no. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is he in Belarus? No, I think he's no. uh mo- he's he's heading off um uh, like the African operations like Oh right, right. yeah, that's about. what it was. Yeah, okay. Um but yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll do a lot of good there. We'll post this New York Times article in the show notes, but like even just l- it has like graphics of what Starlink looks like mm-hmm. from like its low orbit um and it is really disturbing to see yeah. how just how many of these things there oh, yeah. are like you can everywhere. Look up look up like you can see them in the night sky they they often look like shooting stars yeah people mistake them for shooting stars yeah it's permanently changed the um the aesthetics of a clear night sky yeah Yeah. um 
Which is like so fucked up that like that you like no, no one, one could person stop is him allowed to do that. that. I yeah. mean, like Elon's probably going to be the first person to just like dump a bunch of like chemicals into the uh, ionosphere to uh, reduce uh, solar radiation. Yeah, like yeah. he's just going to do it. He's just yeah. going to put a bunch of X lights up there that like <laughs> flash at a high rate yeah. and give like all of you know all of us some kind of brain trauma. Yeah. It's the optical equivalent of binaural beats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought not only should we stop global warming, but that we should uh, also increase productivity by giving everyone paracetam. You know? <laughs> I put paracetam in the drinking water. Do we want to talk about the school, Troy school board member who sold <laughs> CBD gummies to high schoolers? Absolutely. Yes. Wait, CBD or no? Or, no, not CBD. I'm sorry, THC. Yeah, okay. No, it was um, real shit. The CBD, first one that would be yeah. chill. That's yeah. just chill. Yeah, that's just, just be... for teen anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I got um, I got solicited to audition for this book. I didn't get the uh, I didn't get the 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 gig, but it was for like teens with anxiety. That's it was like the title really of the weird. Book. It was like one of the yeah. weirder books I've been asked to audition wow. for. Wow. Anyway, I probably would have taken that. I would have taken it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It was a fucking penguin publication. I was like, yeah, I'll get some penguin money for sure. Hell yeah. That could possibly even get me into the union, but whatever. Anyway, um, a whole march of penguins. So, 71 year old Rosemary Coles. Um, once text who once texted about the popularity of marijuana gummies in school they eat them in class she said <laughs> faces years in prison so uh she pled guilty to i know Rosemary. i i gave them <laughs> <laughs> i sold them she pled guilty to conspiring to sell more than a thousand kilograms of marijuana in a california to capital region trafficking ring that included her daughter so, wait <laughs> wait so many second. gummies wait a second <laughs> hold on you, let me hear that back one more time a thousand kilos of pot a thousand kilograms of marijuana in this is in gummy form what the fuck? That is so much. This is like El Chapo shit. Yeah. Like a thousand kilograms. Okay, so a kilogram is what? Like 2.25 uh, pounds, pounds, something like yeah, that? Yeah. So you're talking like like two, like over a ton. Yeah. Over a ton, a ton of, of gummies. Of, no, of, of pot. No, then no, turned into gummies, right? No, no, no they, they were selling they, they were THC laced gummies that yeah. were manufactured in California, and she was mailing them to the Capital District. That's still a lot. That's it's a still literal low. ton yeah. of yeah. pot gummies. Holy fucking shit! How yeah. high are these kids going to get? <laughs> <laughs> and this is in Troy. Yeah, this is crazy that this like went every on. Every single enough. student needs to be stoned. Well, yeah, but like you're you're saying that high schoolers were buying weed gummies from their teacher. No, she was a school board member. Okay, school board member. Fair enough. And and it, presumably she delegated. I don't delegated. know how she was getting it into yeah. the schools. But, like, that's so many gummies. It's a lot of gummies. Like, how long of a period of time was she doing this? Um, this was, uh, this is for, she's uh, between 2016 and 2022. Like, was she dealing it, like, on the playground? <laughs> that's a good question. I'm not sure. Did she ha wear a trench coat? There's a pretty funny quote in here. I mean, you'd have to be dropping off like, like big like, boxes. Like, a, like a five gallon bucket. <laughs> she was getting packages that were like several pounds a piece. Yeah, and this was over the course of like six years. So you know, six even still, that's almost impressive. Uh, at least short to move a a literal ton of gummies over the course of six years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so many fucking pounds of gummies per week. Yeah, holy shit. Um, I have a quote from some text message exchanges. Uh, I want 10 of these and Fruity Pebbles cakes. What's the highest? 800 milligrams? What? They, those sell the most. They take them to school and eat them in class. <laughs> Cole's texted the daughter. Give me a price. 800 milligrams? Like per gummy? What? 800 milligrams per gummy? No, probably no. per package. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, that right. would be like fucking... <laughs> yeah. But even 800 milligrams per package? That's a lot. That would be... If they were 10 milligram gummies, which is a high yeah. dose, that would be 80, 80 in gummies. a package. Usually, like... Yeah. These are also coming from California, which I think their regulations are a little more lax than they are, like, here in Massachusetts uh, and stuff. I don't know. Um, that's fucking... She, at one point, the judge told her, uh, asked her if she realized that as a felon, she could have her right to vote restricted, to which she replied, for the rest of my life. 
Yeah, lady. Yeah. That's, well, I mean, that it is fucked up. That, it is very fucked up. That, I think she should still be allowed to vote, yeah. even if she's a fucking creep. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, for uh, sure. But you know, I want to know who she would vote for. <laughs> <laughs> she probably doesn't have a horse in this race. Yeah, I don't think like not. either Biden or, or uh, yeah. Trump. She's, or, she's uh, an RFK Junior. <laughs> no oh man. <laughs> You're probably the judge. Right. Yeah. The judge then asked. Uh, he said the judge responded, "Yes, ma'am. Do you understand?" And she said, "I do now." Very clearly unhappy. Wow, she loved voting. She fucking loved voting. <laughs> yeah, she did. She was very into voting. You mean I have to vote illegally now? Damn. Oh man, that is so, so wild. Yeah. That is so wild. Yep. Um. Yeah. That. That. That's. I still can't get around. I can't get over the 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 volume. Yeah. They would uh, transport them in like uh, packages of dog food. So did she have like? A, I, I need to know. I need have? to know about yeah, right. this story. We're, like, I'm gonna have to. This find is the out Times more. Union. It'll be yeah. in the show notes. I really need to know more. I mean, like, okay, so just distribution. Was she just like literally handing them out individually to students? Like, did she have like she had co-conspirators that were like the the major plugs for their classrooms? Like, how many kids? She had co-conspirators. Co-conspirator. Co- co-conspirators. Co-conspirators. Yeah. yeah. Um, it does not say how she was getting them to kids. That's sadly, the, that's the interesting part. I know me. that, yeah. that yeah. is that the we're most interested in part. for academic purposes only. <laughs> well, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it that is absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, like you know, like okay, so what? How many kids are even in the school district? I really want to like get into the metrics here. Like, how many kids? <laughs> What's the average mass of gummies consumed per year By per the, child? <laughs> like in the, in the Troy School District? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, these kids are, are, are fucked up <laughs> like, all the time. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're not a huge school why would you tweet one high school. Or, or post There's about one it. one high school. She didn't post. These were text messages. Oh, my God. God. Between her and her daughter. So her daughter was living was... in California and helping to coordinate the yeah. these shipments. Wow. Wow. It's a family business. I mean, like, okay, pot is, like, not a fucking hard drug. And, no. it, like, it's probably not good for developing minds at all. But just the audacity of that. Just, yeah, like, the, the, the scale. Like, I, I need to know more. That, that is, <laughs> I mean, good luck finding it. Yeah. The, 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 I covered pretty much all of it that's in the Times Union. But uh, if anybody finds any more information on it, I please mean, send it to us. There's got to be a local connection. Like, the listeners to the show, I'm sure, are, like, at the most, one degree separated from like a kid that got high on these gummies. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. sure. Um, so anybody who's listening that knows more about this, right like, in. please, right in. I need yeah. to know. Ironweedspot at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. Let us is she, know. Is she arrested? She could, oh, yeah. Could, yeah. She's facing like nine years in prison. Should we interview her? <laughs> maybe. I doubt we can. I mean, or might, her lawyer. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll reach out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, is she yeah, in jail she, now? Or? Yeah. Maybe we'll go right. Like right. if she's in Rensselaer County Jail, like maybe. I don't know. If she she might be out on bond. The article doesn't say, but oh, I don't think so. This is this is a fascinating story. Because she pled guilty, so she's not going to be like wow. No no show trial. Wow. No, just sentencing. That's yeah. all there is left wow. to do. Yeah, this is like the uh, Walter White of uh, <laughs> 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 the Capital of Region. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for the HBO miniseries. I want to know the Jesse Pinkman. I want to yeah. know what type of slang the yeah. uh, the 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 young the young whippersnapper <laughs> yeah. uh, co-conspirators. Another story. Yeah. yeah. So, um, this next story is not really like news news because it was published in November of last year, but it was making the rounds on Twitter, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, it's based on a a bunch of data that was collected across. Uh, by by the ACLU um, across a bunch of different police departments in Southern California. And it basically was um, documenting how cops spent their time. And only 11% of police's time on average was spent responding to community complaints. In other words, solving crimes. The other nearly 90% of their time was used either on breaks or um pulling people over for traffic violations, three quarters of which did not result in any kind of citation. So basically racially profiling drivers. Yeah. is like, we can imagine that's the majority of what 
these taxpayer dollars are going toward in these police departments. I had a buddy that got uh, pulled over for a DUI stop while he was like sober. And apparently it was like a training run for like the cop to like, and so um, the cop made him do like all these (laughs) exhaustive and bizarre, like uh, things uh, and then made him blow uh, in the thing. And he, he, he got away with it, but like, and it's just like so infantilizing. It's like this situation of just like, I have absolute power over you and I can take away so much of the shit in your life and yeah. like stand on a foot and move the other foot in a tight circle and do this. And then it's like recite like the numbers backwards. It's just like, by the way, the most arbitrary... never take a field sobriety test. You never? do not have to by law. All you have to do is blow. If a cop tries to give you a field sobriety test, you decline and you say, no, I will blow into a breathalyzer. Really? Yep. Interesting. I know that you can't. That's what I've heard from from attorneys anyway. You can't refuse a breathalyzer. You that, can't refuse a breathalyzer. You thing. can. You'll just lose your license for yeah, a year. Yeah, that's the same thing as essentially uh, pleading guilty, like yeah. It, yeah. in the field. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just seven percent of stops were based on reasonable suspicion. <laughs> uh, moreover, most of the stops are pointless, other than inconveniencing citizens, or worse, quote, a routine practice of pretextual stops. Researchers wrote roughly three out of every four hours that Sacramento sheriff's officers spent investigating traffic violations were for stops that ended in warnings or no action. You wonder so how you're much- just harassing people. Yeah, I wonder how much of that was uh, overtime, too. Oh God, yeah, I know. I can't even imagine. You say they, they just didn't have enough time to to, to do all their racial profiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want me to do all this racial profiling in between nine and five? <laughs> like, that's that's not that's not realistic. Yeah. So yeah, shocking. I know. Shocking. But nonetheless, it is kind of like it is a little bit shocking to see it in cold hard numbers like that. I think. Yeah. The, the fact that it is a vast, vast, vast minority of their time is spent doing their job isn't necessarily surprising. It's but doing it's, what the public generally thinks it, cops do. Right. Like, yeah, what do yeah. people, if because you were to ask the average yeah, person, what do cops yeah, do? <laughs> they respond to domestic violence complaints. They respond to burglaries. They uh, pull people over for speeding. Like, those are things that people think, especially people who are pro-police, think that cops do. Yeah. To find out that it's a tenth of their time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh. I, 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 I think I've said this before, but I really think like the only thing police should do is pull people over for speeding. And, and literally and, just and, for speeding and yeah. you gotta or have a drunk. speedometer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Or being drunk. But the problem is when you give police leeway to do that, you're essentially giving them leeway to pull over anybody they want. Yeah, I guess dri- driving Unless you're analyzing dashboard yeah. cams yeah. Yeah, yeah. for driving like every for every stop. Because I think about this, you know, with, uh, within the context of being like a pro-police abolitionist, um, uh, you know, like I am going to die likely from a drunk driver hitting me on my bike school like i don't know if it's likely it's It's pretty like possible it's It's, it's pretty likely i've been hit by four cars and i ride my bicycle as my primary way of getting around and i see people driving drunk every day yeah like and so the chance of just rolling that many dice in perpetuity like i'm not planning on being a car driver like you know until my body like demands it you know and doing everything i can to keep that forestalled so like I've made my peace with it. And like, if we were to get rid of cops, like, you know, today, <laughs> I would probably volunteer in my community to stop people from drunk driving. <laughs> the only way that policing of that nature could ever work is if there was community oversight, analyzing every single dash cam for every single stop, making sure that there are actually cars swerving out of their lanes, that there are actually like signs that somebody is driving recklessly and not just being profiled, being pulled over because they're driving while black, that kind of thing. Mm. Like, I feel like that would be inherent to a just system of policing. Yes. You know, and sortition or rotation. I don't think you should yeah, have career sure. cops. I think that yeah, like absolutely. stopping identifying a drunk driver and stopping them from killing people is something you can learn in like three to four months and yeah. then do a three year stint and then stop yeah. and not have like this whole like the, <laughs> the, the back to blue, no matter who, like, you know, yeah. it's like us versus them. Like you, you don't even understand. Like, um, oh God, I saw this video on X. <laughs> <laughs> That was like this guy interviewing a guy at this recent Trump rally and he was wearing one of those like blue line t-shirts. Yeah. 
and they were talking about like the socialists and how they're destroying the country and he was like kill them all kill them all like shouting it with his arms akimbo yeah we're getting to that stage huh oh man yeah it's happening real fast yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i'll just go back briefly to my uh optimist anarchist friends on twitter you're not going to organize with that guy you're not going to convince that guy of your utopia yeah probably not probably not um anyway hmm. that's my little soapbox hmm. just for a moment just for a moment hmm i'll let that land <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i don't remember the author or the title of the book so this is gonna be really great but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh um i, I just generically you know, the 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 invention of the car was probably the worst thing for fourth amendment rights ever oh, for sure. ever conceived which is it's, it's worst thing for a lot of things yeah for a lot <laughs> yeah. of things but like what it, i was i always thought that was interesting it's like we can like really instantly like understand like our phones as being like an intrusion into privacy and like in a way that uh you know like we're we're, we're doing a, a deal with the devil right oh, yeah so, like you know, we 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 use our phones for these things, knowing full well that it also like opens us up for this kind of surveillance. But cars are like a million times worse. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, and and but but we don't think about cars as like a privacy issue. I don't yeah. think like as 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 obviously and directly as we do with with phones. Mm-hmm. And it's just like no, like we one of the main results of or like upshots of like creating a car-based transportation system is that the the we've made it so that the that the government can just pull you like search you completely yeah whenever they want well, yeah i would bet top dollar that more violations of search and seizure happen in cars and in homes like, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah but it's not like you know and i, I the, if people who don't drive, it's not like they don't get stopped and searched. You no, know? for sure. Um, but like, I do see your point that like the uh, it's there's reasonable cause. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, like this person, you know. There's also just more car cops than beat cops. Like, yeah, by a lot. Yeah, and we see what eighty eight percent of Southern California police times is traffic stops. Like, yeah, that's a lot. How about how about um. Policing the open road. That's what it's called. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Who's it by? It is by Sarah uh, CO, S E O. So she's got great, great search, yeah. search engine. It's really easy to find her online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we want to do a wildflower? Yeah. Let's do a wildflower. Let's do a wildflower. We yeah. had a cute one this week. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so we love them. There, there are. Um, uh, partners in um fucking up the flow of water yeah um charismatic uh megafauna um and yeah everybody loves them and their pelts <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about beavers we are we're talking about beavers and uh the wildflower is that the state of california has stopped being uh like kill on site for beavers <laughs> which is to say that uh they're used well, they're to, putting them to work right they're putting them to work but specifically what they're the way that they're doing they're not like giving them you know jobs with benefits Seven, um 725 an hour is that they're uh, the beavers they're making it uh <laughs> illegal to kill certain beavers whereas they used to you know see them as a um a uh, like a nuisance pest uh that you had like land right ability to like kill on site mm-hmm. like beavers because they fuck up your shit in certain ways uh and now they're making it so that you have to um uh move them and sometimes you can't move them. And the reason is that the beavers are doing a lot of like, at least for the state of California, critical environmental direct action. Mm-hmm. They're um, basically intervening in um, the water uh, flows uh, of the habitats that still allow for them to exist. And they're retaining um, like water uh, that would otherwise just be flowing directly into the ocean. And they're like uh, rebuilding the habitats that they're allowed to exist in to be more biodiverse, uh, enabling uh, a larger amount of uh, other animals and uh, species of all types to uh, live and thrive, including like amphibians and things like that. Mm -hmm. So the state of California is recognizing ecology as being probably the cheapest uh, way to 
stave off the inevitable of making the entire like region inhabitable, mm-hmm. uh, uninhabitable rather. Um, and yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I saw this study that um, beavers hate the sound of rushing water. Yeah, which is the cutest thing I think I've ever heard about an animal. Like they just get so mad when they hear rushing water and they gotta go, <laughs> they gotta go like lock it up, God, get out of here. Because when you see a beaver like doing beaver things don't they always look kind of angry they always look like a little harried they, they look like they're getting after it for sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it looks like their calendar's full yeah yeah <laughs> i, don't know, like, I can't idea, deal with that right now they, the idea that they hear rushing water yeah. and they're like, so bad. I, gotta, I gotta get some logs yeah these be- beavers are triggered yeah yeah <laughs> just gotta run over like oh i gotta chew down this tree fucking make the water so <laughs> <laughs> just like the wife nagging yeah. at the husband beaver you have that sound has been driving me crazy all day you need to get a log over there <laughs> they build really cool houses they yeah. do yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah beaver dens cool. are really cool yeah I, I also like when there's like some there's like a video of like someone for some reason they like took a beaver into their house or something the beaver rehabbers yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they, I, they, they rehab baby beavers that yeah. have been separated from their family yeah and they know that like the beaver's ready to go out when it tries to like dam up their hallway yeah it's super it's so cute. Yeah, they're That's just like so cute. Yeah, they're just like running, like taking everything from the house and just like pushing, cramming it into, cramming it into like oh, the doorway. I've seen I've seen a video of this. Uh, it, there, this lady was like, "Oh, what are you getting there? Oh, uh, beach hair don't care. Oh, cool, like a little like a uh, pillow." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And like they just like they like pat it into place. They're just like pushing it in there. <laughs> they fall over, and the beaver's yeah. like, "God damn it, get up there!" Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, All right. To, to be a beaver damming up a doorway. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. kidding. That's a dream. That's, I, I, that's I, the life. I hope all you both and all the listeners uh, on this next go around the reincarnation cycle. Beaver. I hope you're a beaver. Building a dam. I'd love to be a beaver. Although I did just say they seem angry all the time, so maybe I don't want to. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. want that kind of stress in my life. Yeah. Uh, or maybe we're just projecting. Maybe it's just you know, it's yeah. purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We have un unrelenting purpose. <laughs> that does sound kind of nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Thanks so much for um, you know tolerating our little summer siestas. Um, yeah. There, you yeah. know, we got one more coming up this coming weekend, and then we're going to be back at a regular schedule for yeah, a while. Yeah, we'll make it yeah. up to you. And maybe we'll just tease it ever so slightly. <laughs> Episode 200, we may Might. be doing a live show. Maybe. Yes. So if you're local, keep your keep your ear to the ground. We yeah. might have more details. And that should be fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, and in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. X.com. <laughs> no. Yes. We can. Uh, you can find us on X.com. At, at IronReadsPod. And you can find us on Instagram. At IronWeedSpot. And <laughs> you can send us an email. Why don't you? At IronWeedSpot. At, at gmail.com. Gmail. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.